Well, hello, hello there. This is TRC Mbogwa and welcome back to another episode of Tipping the Skill. And this is where we are all about being the best version of ourselves that we can be and tipping the scale of our lives to a more positive aspect. And in today's episode, we are specifically talking about tipping the scale before of bed. So let us dive in, let us tune you in, let us do this so that we can find out what this episode is all about. ever have those days where you dread that moment before bed or you dread any moment where you're left alone with your thoughts but especially that moment before bed you dread because at that moment all the silence around you and maybe for the first time within that day you are truly truly alone you're all by yourself with your thoughts and this is when your recurring self-destructive thoughts seems to be louder and louder your mind seems to spiral out of control and everything that you perceive to be wrong with your life tends to flood in at this moment in such an overwhelming intensity. This then tends to affect your feeling space. You have this daunting feeling of aloneness, this feeling of sadness, this feeling of anxiety and it's like you're just drowning in emotion. You're just drowning but not really physically drowning, you mentally and emotionally drowning. This was true for me for most days during a certain phase in my life. And even as I was preparing content for this episode, it took me back to that time. A time when I wasn't in the best mental space and I wasn't in the best feeling space. And that moment before bed was one of the moments I dreaded. And I specifically remember this one day where I had gone out with friends and um I had a really nice time during the day but when the day was coming to an end and it was time for us to go back home despite having been okay for that day for the first time in a long time I started having this feeling of anxiety starting to creep in this daunting feeling of aloneness and sadness started to creep in at the end of the day and the emotional state that I thought I had been good the whole day, thinking I had been good the whole day mentally, my mental state and emotional state started to plummet. And I started feeling like I want to run away from the situation. I want to get away before my friends notice that something is wrong with me. And the one, two, three people that will notice when they ask me, I'll just go silent and say I'm fine. Because I don't really know how I'm going to say I'm not okay. I'm caught up in my head. I am feeling anxious. I am feeling alone. I am feeling sad. I feel like screaming. And I remember my mind starting to spiral so bad. And as I went home, my self-destructive patterns kept on recurring. And it it felt like there was chaos within my mind. And I wanted to scream. I wanted to shout out. I wanted to cry. Then... As I was in in the car headed home, I felt like I was trying to hold myself together because I didn't really want to break down in public. So the moment I got home, I just closed the gate behind me, lied on the gate with my back and just slided down and sat down just there at the gate and just cried as silently as I could. 
and I I didn't want my parents to find me there. I didn't want anyone to hear me crying because what exactly would I tell them is wrong and then I composed myself and I walked I, I took in a deep breath wiped my face wiped my tears and just tried to like put a straight face and told myself just just to say you you're having a headache and you want to sleep so I get in my parents are there and they say hi and I'm just like I'm really tired I have a headache let me go to sleep and the minute I get to my room I just throw myself on my bed my face into my pillow and I scream and I cry into it and my mind just spirals the anxiety gets worse and I just feel like I am drowning but I don't know how to get out and this knocks me out because I literally cry myself to sleep so we have such days but now this tends to be detrimental to us when this happens over a certain amount of time because this was true for me for most nights I would cry myself to sleep a lot and the next morning I would wake up so exhausted my eyes would literally be swollen and I would just my first thought in the morning would be shit I I don't want to get up I just want to curl up and stay in bed and be away from everything and everyone I don't feel like I have the energy to do this again and I will carry on this feeling with me the entire day and then at night the same thing would happen and the more this happened the thoughts around this would intensify the self-destructive patterns would intensify and the feelings around them would intensify and for most people we have such moments we have such days but this tends to affect our dominant feeling space and it tends to affect our mental space and we get to a point where we think you know this is how it is and you know I'll just get up tomorrow and I'll be fine but it keeps happening it keeps happening every night you have that daunting feeling of aloneness you you're having anxiety you feel sad you feel overwhelmed by everything or this one situation that you tried to think about and figure out and it just feels like it's too much for you and most of us won't walk around saying that yesterday I cried myself to sleep we will wake up we put on a smile and act like everything is fine but mentally you feel like you're drowning and you know with time as i've said this will affect our dominant feeling space and with time it intensifies it messes up our mental space and we dread any minute that we are left alone because we're trying to escape our thoughts we're trying to escape our own minds so is there something that we can do about this or do we just succumb to the fact you know that this is how it's going to be the fact that we are here today in this episode is enough proof that there's something that we can do about it and the fact that i was able to step into a better mental space and step into a better feeling space i'm here to help you figure this out so that is why today we are talking about tipping the scale before bed so again guys welcome to today's episode I don't know why exactly at night all these things seem to intensify. I think it has something to do with the silence and it also has something to do with the fact that 
this is when you're truly alone with your thoughts. And as you go to sleep, your mind or your brain goes into a different wave state. And you tend to have a lot of thoughts as your mind transitions into that different wave state. And so if our dominant feeling space is at a negative emotion or a negative feeling, that is why everything creeps in at this time and that's why everything intensifies at this time. But when we compound this over time and our dominant feeling space is really, really affected, this becomes like a routine for our minds. That at night is the time where everything intensifies, everything goes wild and it puts you in this state of anxiety and in this state of feeling a daunting feeling of aloneness and sadness and you feel overwhelmed. And that's why for some people you cry yourself to sleep some nights or you try to seek some form of distraction or you just don't want to be alone with your thoughts. So what we're going to be looking at today is different practices that we can have at night so that we tip the skill before bed. Because what happens is if we sleep with this feeling, if we sleep in this state we carry on the feeling to the next day so that when we wake up, the first thought you have is, oh God, or shit, I don't want to do this. I don't want to wake up. I want to stay in bed the whole day. And then that throughout that entire day, you will have that feeling. You will carry it, whether it will be at the background or, or it will be very cautious to you or heavy. You will have that feeling throughout the day. And then at night, everything just seems to like flood in and it intensifies. So the thoughts around this feeling intensifies and the feeling around this thought intensifies. So it's like it feeds each other. And then another night again, you sleep with this feeling now more intensified and you wake up with it the next day. And this cycle keeps on going on and going on. And so with time, your dominant feeling space is affected and your mental space is highly affected. What exactly do I mean by dominant feeling space? The word dominant in itself means something that has power over or controlling. So your dominant feeling space is technically, I don't want to say the, the feeling space that has power over you, but it is like your primary emotion, your primary feeling. How do you feel about a certain situation in your life? Like, is there one feeling you can put to it? How you feel about it is your dominant feeling space to that situation. And why we need to be cautious about where our dominant feeling space is the dominant feeling space we are at affects what we experience. When we compound this sleeping in a state of anxiety, in that state of that negative, let me just call it negative emotion, and it carries on, over, we compound it over time, over time, and our dominant feeling space becomes this, this will be our experience throughout our day. Let's say your dominant feeling space is at a place of anger. Throughout the day, you will wake up, you will not really realize, you won't wake up until you're mad and you're like, I don't want to wake up. Like, it will not happen like that. You'll just feel tired and fatigued. But throughout your day, anything small that does not go your way will trigger that primary emotion. The dominant feeling or the primary emotion is triggered by anything and brings rise to other emotions that are really not serving. So you are what you are, you attract what you are. So if you, your dominant feeling space is a place of anger, you will keep attracting situations that make you angry. You will keep coming across angry people who make you more angry. And even the slightest of things that should not be making you new mad will really, really agitate you. And even me saying that they should not be making you mad makes you mad. <laughs> so, but if your dominant feeling space is at a place, let's say, of gratitude... You will always find things to be grateful for. Even in moments where things don't seem to be going your way, 
since it's already a habit ingrained in your brain you will be finding yourself looking for the tiniest of things to be grateful for because there is always something to be grateful for so that is why we want to shift or tip the scale before bed so that if we compound these practices over time we affect our dominant feeling space which in turn which um, in place will affect our reality or our outer experience of what is going on around us so how we tip the scale before bed is just a matter of building some habits edgar rice once said that we are creatures of habit and this is especially true because the habits and the behaviors that we have the habits that we practice compound and build up into the people that we are and our different personalities so if we have unserving and unhealthy habits and behaviors all we need to do is build some new habits to replace these habits and if we, if we do this long enough it compounds now into you being a different new better person so the whole idea here is to not sleep with that dampened energy to not sleep in that dampened and negative emotional state because we've seen if you sleep like that you wake up the next day feeling shitty feeling fatigued you drag on this feeling throughout the entire day then when the night comes again it intensifies even more you sleep again with now that intensified feeling and this with time affects your dominant feeling space so if we can get to a point where we can like shift the balance of that or tip the scale of that to now where we have more nights where we are sleeping in a better feeling space and in a you know in a less dampened feeling space this will affect our dominant feeling space over time and with time our experiences will change and become better serving and more fulfilling so what we are doing here today is i want to share with you some of a few habits that you can use at night before bed to help you tip the scale some of them that i use some of them that i use up to date and i hope that this will be helpful so let us dive straight into it so the first step into creating these habits as always whenever we are changing something we first need to be aware of what is going on. So the first step here is obviously awareness. You need to be aware of your thought patterns. You need to have a sense of awareness of what are your triggers. What thoughts trigger a certain emotional response. And you also need to be aware of the dominant feeling that you have around specific topics that affect you or a dominant feeling that you have around your specific triggers and how we attain this sense of awareness of what triggers is just by observing ourselves we've talked about observing our thoughts and observing ourselves from a third party perspective i think from the first episode we started because this is a really profound practice it helps you to be more aware of yourself of your thoughts and what is going on within you sometimes you know we just flow with our thoughts thinking that our thoughts are who we are but we have a sense of control over this because we can observe our thoughts from a from a third party perspective and be more like a witness of our minds so you need to first observe yourself whenever you have a trigger whenever you have anxiety whenever you're in that dampened emotional state what triggered that emotional response what thoughts are going through your mind at that time at that time before bed when you're overthinking when you're freaking out when you're feeling that daunting feeling of sadness and loneliness 
what are the thoughts that are going through your mind what is triggering that emotional response once we are aware of this we can be able to be at a place of um at a place of changing this at a place of transmuting this and shifting our focus we can be able to be at a place of tipping the skill so what do you say or think when you're feeling that negative emotion think about that next time observe yourself observe yourself when you start feeling the emotion creeping in observe the emotion and observe the thoughts around this when we create a sense of awareness now then we can go to the second step which is shifting our focus and it's funny because most of the time when we start creating a sense of awareness we tend to see that it's the same thing over and over it's like a recurring pattern you know so when you're trying to create a sense of awareness if you can't if you feel really that you can't observe your thoughts from a third party perspective or if you find this a bit difficult you can try something i normally do you can try write down your thoughts you don't have to write it down in a journal type of way whichever works for you, you can write it down in a journal type of way or you can write it down in a list whenever i find myself in that headspace that negative emotional feeling space and my mind is spiraling and i'm feeling really angry and uneasy i just take a notebook and i write i observe from a third party perspective and it's like what is it that i am feeling i feel this i feel that i feel that and most of the time the list doesn't actually end up being more than five things it's just like a recurring pattern that is normally triggered so the next time i feel angry it might be the same thoughts again it's just that they trigger an emotional response so this is why it's really important to create that sense of awareness because now when you know the thoughts that go around your mind when you're in that negative feeling space the next time they go through your mind and now the emotional response is there now you're starting to feel angry you're starting to feel uneasy you're starting to feel anxious it's easier for you to catch it before you dive into that feeling and before you drown into that feeling so you'll be aware of the thoughts that are going through your mind you'll be like this is a trigger point for me so i am feeling this because this is a trigger point for me and i need now to overcome this and the funny thing is when you're aware of it and when you catch it when you can see it it doesn't have that much power over you anymore now you actually know what is going on and that is why i said we have a sense of control over this when we start observing our minds so that is why awareness is a really really crucial step so now that we are um we have gained some sense of awareness now that we know how to gain the sense of awareness in the light of our awareness we can use this to shift our focus so now let's go to the second step which is i call it shifters The word shifters um, or shifters itself is a concept I got from the book um, The Secret. And shifters by the sense of the word just means something that helps you maybe shift your focus. It's a shifter. It just, it's in the word. And so the whole idea here or the practices that we're going to be having here, we're going to name them shifters because they're helping us shift the focus or tip the skill of our thoughts or of our feeling to a better feeling space. Because you see the whole idea is not to sleep in that dampened emotional state but rather to sleep in a better serving and better feeling emotional space so the first shifter that we're going to be looking at today is breathing or rather breath awareness at the first sound of it Breathing as a shifter might sound weird or you might be skeptical because you think, you know, I breathe 24/7 365. So how is this anything new? But funny enough, 
there is a whole art behind breathwork, a whole industry and a whole science behind it, which I'm still trying to learn, but I will share with you the little that I know. So being aware of our breath or consciously changing the pattern of our breath can really affect how our well-being, our mental and physical and spiritual well-being. Because how we breathe is directly linked to our well-being. And the science behind it is that um, how we breathe is also linked to something called um, the autonomic, autonomic nervous system, that is ANS, which is the nervous system in our body that regulates bodily functions like heart rate, digestion, and just those automated functions. So the ANS is usually... Um, has two parts, which is the SNS and the PNS, which is the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system. And it activates either of the two according to the information that it gets from the body. So before I bore you with the science, just, you know, listen, just, you know, be patient with me. Um, <laughs> let's say you're in that mode where you're feeling anxious, you know, and that feeling of anxiety is starting to creep in and you just feel like running away and curling up. Our breathing normally changes at a time, but we are not usually aware of it. It either becomes like a very short breath, like a panicky breath. You know how you're panicking and you, you're breathing like really fast and you're feeling anxious. When you're in that emotional state or you're in that feeling of anxiety or panic, your breathing is very short. So very short and shallow. So once this happens, the ANS will trigger or will, I think, activate the sympathetic nervous system that is the sns the sympathetic nervous system is normally in charge of the fight or flight response so when we have that short breath that short shallow breath when you're feeling anxious the fight or flight response in our in our body has been activated and that is why sometimes when you're feeling anxiety you you, you can feel it in your entire body that is because of that nervous system has been activated and it, it makes it, it is in charge of you like getting stressed and it, it's bad when it compounds over time. But we have a way in which we can activate the parasympathetic nervous system. And this is the nervous system that is in charge of relaxation or let's say rest and digest. This is what helps. It, it's more of the relaxation response. So you know that minute when you are like fully relaxed and you're like taking a deep breath and you're just like... That and it normally feels relaxing, you know, if you do it enough. So that is because the PNS has been activated in the body and that it goes into the relaxation mode. So if we can consciously change the pattern of our breathing and be aware of our breathing, we can activate the PNS, which brings down our heart rate, which brings down that feeling of anxiety. And it can also help you bring you down to that calm state. It takes you away from that panicky anxiety state and it brings you to a more calm, restful and relaxed state. So that is the science behind the breath work. I hope I do not bore you with that, just trying to give you a bit of understanding of that. So breath has been something that I have used a lot to help me calm down. Even during an anxiety attack, most of the time you will get advice like try counting your breath or try breathing. So before bed, one of the shifters that we can use is breath awareness or conscious breathing. So one of the um, breathing techniques, there are very many different techniques that you can use. You can Google and find the one that works best for you. But one of the breathing techniques that I used was something called square breathing. This is where you will breathe in four breaths. Ah, sorry, you breathe into a count of four. Then you hold another count. You hold the breath in for a count of four. 
then you breathe out for a count of four, then you hold for a count of four. It's more of like a square, you know. So you breathe in, hold, exhale, hold, inhale, hold, exhale, hold. That helps you calm down. When you do that for like five minutes before you sleep or that moment before bed, when you start feeling anxious, and there are so many different apps on breathing that can help you with this, where it has many different techniques, you can customize how you want to breathe, and this will really help you to calm down. It will help you to bring your body, your mind, and your heart rate to a lower state so that you can be able to calm down and actually now do these other shifters that we want to look at so you can try the square breathing you can try a long exhale which is the one is to two breathing which if you breathe into a count of three you breathe out a count of six or normally you breathe in to a count of four like four seconds through the nose and then breathe out to a count of eight through the mouth this one really works in relaxing I don't want to get into the into the many different techniques because I'm not a practitioner of breath work, but you can Google and find that breathing techniques that works for you. You can also try a breathing technique, which is you breathe in for five seconds and out for five seconds. This is just to help. It's more of a therapeutic breathing that helps you to calm down. The different breathing techniques, you can look into it, but the main point here is that you can use your breathing you can consciously change your breathing pattern and be aware of your breath. You just feel the breath going in and out or just be consciously changing the pattern to help you calm down. And this can be a shifter for you to help you tip the scale from feeling that dampened emotional state or from that panicky anxiety state to a more relaxed state of mind to a more relaxed state of body. So let us go directly into the second shifter. So now that we have calmed our nervous system, now that our body and mind is in more of a relaxed state, now we can look at the other shifters. I feel like starting with breathing as a fast shifter and me even starting with it in the episode as a fast shifter was intentional because if you're in more of a calm state of mind and a calm state of body, it's easier for you to start a practice or to begin like a shifter because you're more open about it rather when you're in that panicky state and i'm now telling you to try something like gratitude or a different shifter you need to calm down first you need to be in that state of relaxing because anyway you're going to sleep don't you sleep panicky and anxiety like we want to sleep for you to sleep relaxed so that the next morning you're refreshed so that's why i started with breathing as the first one so the second shifter we can look at is something that has really really helped me on my side is gratitude and again this also sounds very simple but gratitude is a major shifter and i think i have mentioned this in other episodes so gratitude is more of acknowledgement of all the good things that are there so before you go to bed you can try a gratitude practice they're very many practices now with technology just like the breathing you have very many breathing apps even with gratitude you can find very many gratitude apps that give you different gratitude challenges every day but for something simple like for before bed you can try gratitude before bed in the sense that just before you go to sleep take a notepad and a pen or if you want you can do it on your phone i would prefer the notepad so that you do being away from your phone before you sleep is also actually a shifter helps your mind calm down so You can try a notepad and a pen and go through your day in your mind and just find at least five things that you're grateful for within that day. 
and as i said before there is always something to be grateful for and why gratitude here really shift um really is a major major shifter here is because when you shift focus to things you may have taken for granted when you shift focus to things that you're more grateful for it helps you shift your feeling space it helps you shift your emotional space because we said we have specific thoughts that trigger so now we are shifting our attention not from the thoughts that trigger us but shifting our attention to something that we're grateful for so when we shift the thoughts we shift the feeling because it it brings forth a different emotional response in your body and now that your body is already calm and your mind is already relaxed from the breath work that you've just done this actually feels better and as you write these things that you're grateful for actually try feel the gratitude try actually feeling grateful for them there's always something to be grateful for so just try at least five things before you sleep if you don't want to write it down you can just like as you lay in your bed think of five things that were beautiful within that day and as you think of five things you might actually get more than five things and as you feel this gratitude it helps you shift your focus when we tend to focus so much on the things that go wrong we bring more of these wrong things and we reinforce the thoughts ab- around this even more so as shifting our attention to something that we're grateful for is us focusing on things that we actually like and it will reinforce that feeling of gratitude it will reinforce that practice of gratitude within you that with time within your day actually now the next morning when you wake up if in your mind you know at the end of the day you're going to be looking for something to be grateful for within your day you will actually try to look for beauty around you and once we shift perception like this you actually start seeing things to be grateful for you actually start finding things to be grateful for if you don't want to do gratitude before you sleep you can try gratitude actually both before you sleep and immediately after you wake up like in the morning try 10 things to be grateful for challenge yourself and actually try writing more things to be grateful for so that you find yourself actually shifting your focus completely from that negative state into looking for things to be grateful for because and i'll repeat this again there is always something to be grateful for we have so much that we take for granted and once we are able to shift our focus into gratitude it really helps us shift our feeling space our emotional space and with time this affects our dominant states and we'll just be you know moving around and seeing a blue sky and you'll be like you know thank you for me being able to see that beauty you'll find yourself actually being grateful for the most corniest of things but it makes you feel better you're in a better feeling space and it also helps your mental space so number 2 shifter is gratitude you can try different gratitude apps you can try that simple gratitude practice of writing things that you're grateful for within your day or just you know find what works for you always just find what works for you so let us go straight forth into the other shifter i think that is number 3 So the third shifter I have not really yet named it but I think we can name it choosing again or reframing your thoughts. And I remember talking about this co- I I think I have talked about this concept so much because um uh, you cliche something that has you know profound impact. So this is about choosing again. And we talked about this in our episode on overthinking versus positive thinking and being in a positive headspace and we talked about how you choose different thoughts you keep choosing again and thinking again and thinking again like 
when you have a negative thought you choose a different positive thoughts you counteract the negative thoughts enough to make them lack power to an extent now the positive thoughts have more power so this is the third shift where let's say these specific you know the thoughts around your triggers right you know the thoughts that trigger you we started with awareness so now we need to focus on something different it might feel weird to say but focus on what feels good because as i've said when we focus on the things that are wrong it reinforces those thoughts the thoughts become stronger the thoughts have more power over us because you keep thinking about them thinking about them and this keeps us stuck in that dominant emotional in that dominant negative emotional space so the idea here is let's say that negative thought you're having is about let's say there's something you need to do in a couple of weeks or i remember when i was having my final exams i had dreams over and over about like the exam is here and i can't remember anything or i'm trying to write and my bio is not writing like i would just have i think some weird anxiety over it and this would also come into my dreams so whenever i found myself overthinking about me completing my exam i had like a sort of affirmation where i would always tell myself i will deal with it when i get there i will deal with it when i get there we will cross that bridge when we get there we tend so much actually before bed is the time we think a lot of the things we would want to do but most of the time we overthink about what could go wrong and how it could not work out or how we are not ready for it and the things that are not there in that moment but are things that are far away that like in in the future sort of situation actually not sort of situation they're actually in the future so when you're having thoughts or anxiety about things that are not there in this moment deal with what with where you are at at that moment and you can use that trick of i will deal with it when i get there obviously at first if you keep thinking about something maybe i need to do next week and it's stressing me out the first moment i will tell myself i will deal with it when i get there the thought will still come back right but it's about choosing again and again and again and again until you reinforce this new thought that is the whole idea it's ingraining this new thought so tell yourself whenever that you see your that thought coming up tell it i will deal with it when i get there i will cross that bridge when i get there i am dealing with where i am at right now because this is what is real at the moment so you can have different affirmations for reframing your thoughts as you reflect through your day think of the things that are triggering you the things you know about the awareness of the triggers and reframe those negative thoughts into something that's better serving it's if it's something in the future tell yourself you will deal with it when you get there if it's something you keep thinking of how it could go wrong maybe think of what could go right you know focus on what could go right focus on what feels good for you because we want to sleep in a better feeling space we want to shift our mindset so that with time our dominant feeling space is uplifted it's a sense of freedom it's a sense of beauty around us and gratitude that is our main aim here so reframing your thoughts is about choosing again when you see that negative thought come in have a certain affirmation that works for you that you use it every time to counteract that negative thought i remember using this and it really worked for me and i hope you find that one that you know you that one that works for you and with time you will see things shift things will stop stressing you so much because you'll just have that affirmation or that reminder at the back of your head that you know I will deal with it when I get there I will get the guidance that I need everything takes its own time you know have these different affirmations for you because when you're able to focus on what feels good 
you put out what feels good and that is what you get back and that is what you attract and you will see a shift in things slowly so reframe the negative thoughts throughout the day reframe those things that are stressing you out think again choose again choose a better feeling and a better serving thought and even as as you practice reframing your thoughts and as you practice choosing again and thinking again it will actually it, you you step into that sense of awareness actually because it helps you observe the recurring patterns that you have and with time as you choose again you will notice that your triggers they just revolve around not a, not very many things but around somewhat the same thing over and over again so this is why this is it really helps it's profound it sounds weird and at first you will get resistance as we've always said but it's about reinforcing it again and again and again until this negative thought doesn't have power over you and even as you reframe your thoughts this kind of overlaps with the fourth shifter that i want to talk about which is cultivating a relationship with yourself so and this goes back again to self love and we talked about this in our first episode on being your own bay so you need to cultivate a relationship with yourself in the sense that that moment before bed is a time you need to give yourself love because it's a time your mind is spiraling that's the time you need to give yourself a hug sounds weird but it's like mentally giving yourself a hug and telling yourself everything is going to be okay when i started practicing these shifters what happened is with time i i would see like my thoughts the the positive thoughts trying to reinforce and i remember this one time where i backslid if that's an actual word i black backslided i don't know how to phrase that but I remember i sort of fell off the wagon and for a certain period of time i had not really had that negative emotion before bed i was really you know working on my shifters and practicing and practicing the positive thoughts and everything but this one night i can't remember really what happened but i just found myself having so much anxiety and i couldn't tell where it was coming from i think i was i was angry about something i can't remember but i remember i was trying to fight it so hard like so hard and i i kept beating myself up about it because what we normally do at this t- at this time is you beat yourself up telling myself i should not be having this anxiety i've been trying to work how am i still having this this is so pathetic what is wrong with me and 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 this went on like i i think i had this went on the entire night it actually knocked me out as i've said and i remember really beating myself up about it and i went about this the wrong way this is not how i was supposed to handle it and now that i know that's why i'm sharing this with you so that you know you don't fall into the same hole is the time you need to give yourself love even if you see yourself feeling like you're not making any progress you need to give yourself love regardless because that version of you that you're trying to work on that version of you that doesn't you don't like so much it also deserves love so this is the time you cultivate a relationship with yourself tell yourself i love you and truly mean it before you sleep it sounds some of these practices here sound very simple but they are profound because these are things that go deep into our subconscious mind as we reinforce these thoughts our minds actually start believing it and it's such shifting be your own be we've talked i've talked about this a million times and if if you're interested in that concept even more you can listen to our first episode on self love and be your own bay be your own bay in that moment before you sleep the same way you would be with if you had a bay or if you have a bay the same way you would give your lover and your partner love before they sleep 
when they had a bad day, you would be there for them. Be there for yourself. Be your own baby. Be that support system for yourself. Because we can't really support other people if we don't know how to support ourselves. We can't keep expecting other people to do these things for us if we can't really start truly with doing it for ourselves so tell yourself you know i love you babe before you sleep even if it sounds weird you can say it in your head and say this enough times the first time you won't feel it but at some point just one night you will actually feel like you know what i actually do love you and you are amazing and we're going to do this and we're doing better when you start giving yourself love and cultivating a relationship with yourself you won't be so hard with yourself that moment before bed when you see that feeling, when you see that feeling creeping in. But rather you'll be able to give yourself love and this dissolves that feeling away. You'll be able to comfort yourself. You'll be able to be your own being. You know, so tell yourself I love you before you go to sleep. Sounds very stupid. Sounds very weird. Sounds very mushy, mushy. But just try it for a certain period of time and see. And this actually shifts your subconscious mind. It, it ingrains in your subconscious mind. So that is the first one. Giving yourself love and cultivating a relationship with yourself. Telling yourself, like, you know, it's okay, you feel bad. But it's fine, we're going to work through this. We, we can do this. You know, we are strong. <laughs> it's, like, it's like pampering yourself or gassing yourself up. It's just the whole concept of giving yourself love. So that is the fourth one. And I think we're going to go into our final shifter. So now that we have, you know, we're aware of our triggers, we have done some breath work and our mind is relaxed, you know, our body is relaxed. We've found things that we are grateful for and this has sort of shifted our feeling space. We have, you know, reinforced, what was the third one? <laughs> we have given ourselves love and we have reframed our thoughts. Now the final shifter is just, since our whole idea here is to sleep in an improved feeling space, do something that feels good, something that makes you feel good. You can try listen to something positive that might uplift you. For example, you can try listening to this amazing podcast that I've had people talking about. It's called Tipping the Scale by T.R. Simbogwa. So... <laughs> I think it's what you're listening to now. So you can try listening to maybe a podcast that uplifts you, something that you find positive, something that can help you shift your attention. You can try some night meditation before you sleep if that is your thing. You can try reading a scripture if that is your thing. You can try a prayer. Just do whatever it is that works for you. Whatever it takes that works for you, that makes you be in that improved feeling space. That makes you sleep feeling good and having some sort of a smile at the back of your head. That is the whole goal here. So that even the next day when you wake up, you have energy for the day. You're ready to you know, be aware of beauty and look for things to be grateful for. And this will shift. And we do this over time, over time. We do it again and again and again and again until it reinforces in your subconscious mind. Until it becomes who you are. We are creatures of habit. So if we keep on doing this and our habit becomes to be looking for good things and reframing our negative thoughts, it becomes who we are and this shifts our reality and this shifts the person we are and we feel better and it even improves our dominant feeling space and that is the whole idea here. We become the best version of ourselves and we end up feeling good. I want you to wake up in the morning with energy for the day even if you have nothing to do. 
I want you to sleep giving yourself love and feeling good and finding things to be grateful for. I have given you some of the shifters that worked for me and I hope that they are helpful to you. But just remember to keep going at it. Keep doing your best. Do not beat yourself up. Be patient with yourself. This process of transformation does take time and you need to be patient with yourself and you need to give yourself love. So listen to something that uplifts you. Do something that uplifts you. You know, meditate, listen to the word, do a prayer. Always, whatever it is that works for you, whatever it helps that helps you shift your focus into something that's better feeling for you. Do that for yourself. Relax and go to sleep having tipped the skill. And I think that is all for today, guys. So, yeah, let us, you know, let us finish this. Let us close this and let us go to bed with a smile on our faces. (laughs) 